God is impressing upon my mind to talk about seasons of life. Can you say that with me? Seasons of life. This morning I would like to title my sermon as you are next season. Can you read that again? You are next season. There are four different seasons we experience on the, on the earth, if you can put the next slide. As we know, a little bit of astronomy, a little bit of science here, earth revolves around the sun in an elliptical orbit. And each, each uh, uh, revolution stays for 365 days. So that makes it an year. Earth revolves around the sun in 365 days. So that becomes an year. That's how we calculate our current year. Earth also rotates in its own axis every day, every 24 hours. Earth makes a complete rotation in its own axis. So this causes day and night. Now that's how we get day and night. And Earth's own axis of rotation that causes day and night is tilted with respect to the orbital plane with a tilt of 23.4 degree. So Earth's own axis of rotation that causes day and night is tilted with a tilt of 23.4 degree with respect to the orbital plane. And that causes, that tilt causes different seasons on the face of this earth. Spring, summer, fall, or autumn, and winter on the face of this earth. And we all experience the different seasons on the face of this. We go through it and we prepare ourselves as we change seasons. As seasons change, we change ourselves and we prepare ourselves. During winter, we pull out all the winter clothing from somewhere we have stored them up. And when spring comes and as summer comes, we will pack every, all our winter clothing and you know, put them somewhere. And we do it for every season. You know, someone who is not doing this will not be able to handle the season because the season at times they are so adverse over our lives and we need to protect ourselves. So we need to prepare as we are taken to different seasons of our lives. There is a rhythm in the nature that makes us to march according to the beat. There is a rhythm that happens in the nature because without our knowledge, the nature is doing its job. Nature is performing its job. If you can put the next slide, every being on the earth marches according to the rhythm. You know, that's why, that's how we prepare ourselves to transition from one season to the other. In the same way, on the face of this earth, we experience the, the same way we experience different seasons on the face of this earth, we also experience different seasons in the kingdom of God. During the month of December, we have Christmas. And once we are done with that, in the month of March and April, we move into the season of Lent. <clears throat> and in the month of May or June, we are into the Pentecost. And in the month of October and November, we are into Thanksgiving. And again, back to Christmas during the birth of Lord Jesus Christ during the month of 
December. Again, we see a rhythm there. God's kingdom takes us into different seasons, different celebrations, different festivals, different things to ponder upon, different sermons to listen, different times to prepare ourselves in a different way during the seasons that God is bringing even in, even in, the, in the kingdom of God. In the same way this morning I'm here to tell you that God is already playing a rhythm over your life. If you hear that rhythm and if you march accordingly, if you hear the rhythm of your life and if you march according to the beat of the rhythm, your life is going to be simple. If you don't hear the rhythm, if you miss the beat, you could be off the beat at times in your life. If you march in the beat, life is going to be easy. But if you march off the beat, your life may be filled with misery. There is a rhythm that God is throwing over your life. There is a rhythm that God is playing your life over your life. And God wants you to align yourself according to the beat of the rhythm. If you take wrong decisions in every junction of your life, you already missed the rhythm. Listen to me this morning. If you have taken wrong decisions in your life, when you are facing the junctions of your life, if you have taken wrong decisions, you have already missed the rhythm. You already missed the rhythm when you took the wrong course of study. You already missed the beat when you decided to move to a country that's not of yours. You already missed the beat when you chose wrong friendship. You already missed the beat when you, got, when you get married to the wrong person. You already missed the beat because you are connected, you would have connected or you were connected to a wrong church. Whatever it may be, in our lives, at times we miss the beat. We fail to march with that beat that played in the rhythm that God is playing over your life. But the good news is, you can still align yourself to the beat of life. You may be singing with a delay of few measures, but you can still align your lives according to the rhythm that God is playing over your life. You may call the rhythm as God's will. You may call the rhythm as God's timing. Or you may say that it is God's plan concerning my life. Whatever way you try to understand that rhythm that God is playing over your life. This morning, I want you to know. I want, you to, I want to encourage you to march according to the rhythm. To align yourself according to the beat that the rhythm is playing in your life. You may be an agnostic atheist. But you still can't delay that you are under the influence of a rhythm that is played by somebody, that is played somewhere over your life. You may not believe in God, but you cannot deny the fact that there is somebody who is playing a rhythm over your life. God has already has a pattern of your life. He wants you to align your life accordingly so that your life flourishes. So that your life becomes purposeful. So that your life becomes meaningful. You will feel and you will realize and you will enjoy. You will experience the reason why you are alive on the face of this earth. But when we miss the beat. 
when we go off beat, we will start hating this life. This morning, I believe that God is speaking to you. The end of one season prepares us for the next season. End of one season is an indication that the next season is about to come. As we are coming to the end of the season, end of the year, you know, God is telling us this morning, the next season in your life is about to begin. Right now we are in the season of Christmas. <clears throat> that gives us an indication that the next season is about to bring, bring about to begin. That gives us a clue that the next season is about to come on your way, on my way. Remember, these seasons are not going to come every time. I want you to listen to me. You cannot really take the seasons for granted. Many people who saw the last season of Christmas, they could not see that season this year because they are not alive. One day we are all going to close our eyes on the face of this earth. And this season, the next season is not going to come in your life on the face of this earth anymore. Until then, God wants you to prepare for your next season. Bible talks about one of the creations of God that prepare her, prepares herself for the next season. Shall we turn our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Shall we read that together? Go to the ant, <clears throat> you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which have no captain, overseer, or ruler. Provides her supplies in summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little somber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. <coughs> we read in the scriptures, God is talking about, the writer of Proverbs is talking about and end or the end that prepares herself for the coming season and gathers her food in the summer during harvest times and it goes and stores them somewhere so that it can be used up during winter. And during the summertime, we see ants moving around in our houses. In our, most of our houses, Lord, in, uh, you know, in, in our kitchens, we see the hot spot where ants are, you know, collected, ants are suddenly appearing one after the other. They come looking around for food particles. You know what they do? They carry the food particles and they take them and collect them and put them somewhere in the storage so that that food particle, that food item can be used up for winter. And this morning, God is opening our eyes to see that insect, to understand you know, how knowledge, how much knowledge that insect has, that it has to prepare herself for the season that is ahead of her. <clears throat> and God wants us to do that. In Jeremiah, there's a beautiful scripture. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 7, if you can turn your Bibles and read with me. 
Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 7. Even the stark in the heavens knows her appointed time, season. And the turtle dove, the swift and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people do not know the judgment of the Lord. God is telling even the birds of the air, they know their season, they know, they know their timings. But my people do not know their season. My people do not know the judgment when is about to come. When God's all the other creations, they know their season. God wants you and me to know our season. God wants us to get ready for our next season. You know, this morning, I want to bring that so clear to you that God wants you to get ready for your next season. I don't know what it is. You may know a little bit of it. You may not know what it is, but God wants you to get ready for your next season. <clears throat> the current season of Christmas in the year 2021 is an indication that God is going to take you to the next season. You know, the next season that God is going to bring on your way is going to bring changes to you. If you resist changes, you cannot really get ready. If you resist changes, you cannot really prepare yourself for the next season. You know, every time God takes us from one place to the other, one season to the other, God introduces us to one group of people, to other group of people that involves so much of change inside of us. New season means new people. Can you say that with me? New season means new people. New season means new places. New season means new responsibilities. New season means new life challenges. New season means new level of anointing. New seasons means renewing of God's calling over your life. New season means new revelation. New season means so many things to you. And this morning God is speaking to you and he is telling you in the coming year, God is going to take you to the next level. God is going to take you to the next season. Are you with me this morning? Are you listening to me this morning? God is speaking to you this morning and he's telling you this morning that he wants to take you to the next level, to the next season of your life. He's going to expand your vision. He's going to expand your influence. He's expand. He's going to expand your territory. He's going to expand your family. He's going to expand your finances. He's going to expand many things that you are expecting in your life. But that all that it requires is change. Change in you and change in me. <coughs> if you are not willing to change, if you are not willing for change, God cannot do anything in your life and in my life. Many times children of God fail here miserably. Many times children of God pray, pray fast and cry out to God for God to do great things. God cannot do anything in your life unless you are willing to change. This morning my question is, are you willing to change so that God can take you to the next level? Are, you not, are, are, you, are God not teaching you lessons through your spouse, through your children, through the people who are around you, through your pastor, through the sermons that you listened in the, in the, in the TV and internet, through the word of God? 
Are you not listening the voices of voice of God asking you to change your life? When we are willing to change, God is willing to take us to the next level. You can put the next slide. The founder of an IT company known as Infosys, the founder's name Narayana Murthy, he says, growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck where you don't belong. Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck where you don't belong. You know, today some of us don't belong to the place where we are supposed to be. We don't belong to the place. We don't belong to the organization. We don't belong to the family. We don't belong to the church. We don't belong to the community. We don't belong to the country. But we feel that we are stuck in those nations, in those places, with those organizations. But God wants to change. God wants to bring the change, the new season in your life. But it is not, not possible without changing you. Change is painful. Change is suffering at times. Going through change is a persecution at times. If we cannot change our mind, we cannot change anything else. God wants you to get ready for your next season. In my life, I know for sure God is bringing a huge change in me at the end of the 10th year in the ministry. I started seeing that happening in my life. I've been so comfortable sitting in my office, meeting all the requirements of the ministry, doing all the administrative work for the past 10 years. But God wants to bring a change in me. And it is hard for me. I'm so comfortable sitting here. I'm so comfortable doing what I've been doing. But God is preparing preparing me for a change in the coming year and the years that to come. And I know for that for sure. And I know what I'm not resisting. It's painful. I may not be comfortable with that, but I'm not resisting. I'm not saying no to the Lord, but I need to allow the change in order to see my next season. Does it make sense to you? There are things that we have become so accustomed to. There are things that we have become so comfortable with. None of us are willing to change. But you know what? God is saying, I can't do anything. I can't bring the change in you. I can't push you. I can't take you. I can't fly you. I can't blow you away. I can't do anything unless you change. The same thing is true with each of you. Do not worry about the change when God wants you to change. Do not worry about people around you. Do not worry about your city. Do not even worry about your church. Do not worry about your job. Do not even worry about your family. These are all your comfort zone. All these are your comfort zone where you are today. God wants you to know the timing that God wants to bring that change in your life. God wants you to know the way ant knows its season. God wants you to know the way the birds of the air know its season. So that God can bring the change and take you into the next season. How do this morning your question may be, how do you know, how do I know that God is preparing me for the next season? 
I'm going to give you five signs. It's not five mantras, but they are five signs with the help of the word of God this morning that may help you to know that all of us are in a time of season change. Five signs that God wants you to move into your next season. Number one, you are disturbed and you are irritated. Number one sign that God wants you to Go, move forward into the next season. Number one sign, you are disturbed and you are irritated. As the eagles disturb their nests so that the little eaglets can start learning to how to fly. God is disturbing you. Do you see a disturbance in your mind? Because you are in your comfort zone. You get irritated because you don't like change. You are dissatisfied. Little bit of irritation here and there push you down. At times you don't feel like doing anything. You face challenges. You face at times opposition. You face afflictions and difficulties and so many things. You don't feel like doing anything at times because you are so disturbed, so irritated. Until you realize that God is about to take you to your next season. But at times, you know, you fail to realize that because nobody told you. At times you fail to sense that because you don't have any clue of it. But this morning I'm here to tell you, are you disturbed? Are you getting irritated with what you are doing right now? It is the right time that God is about to change and bring a new season into your life. Difficulties are not really to destroy you. Difficulties are to make you better. Difficulties are not to keep you, not to, get, not to make you to get stuck in your situation which, where you don't belong to. Difficulties are there to pull you out and take you to the next season. Dr. Abdul Kalam, the former president of India and a scientist, this is what he says. He says, difficulties in your life do not come to destroy you. Getting the screen? Difficulties in your life do not come to destroy you, but to help you realize your hidden potential and power. Let difficulties know that you too are difficult. That's what he says. Let's read it again. Difficulties in your life do not come to destroy you, but to help you realize your hidden potentials and power. And I think what he means by saying that, let difficulties know that you are, you too are difficult. He wants the difficulties know that you are tough. You can handle the difficulties. Look at the difficulties and speak. Look at the challenges and speak. I know for sure God is allowing these challenges in my life for good. I know for sure God is about to bring change in my life. I know for sure God is about to take me to the next season. So difficulties, you cannot do anything to me. I am tough. If you are tough, I am tough too. Because I can handle those difficulties with the grace of God. Because I know for sure God is doing something in my life. God is making you for your next season. He is not breaking you. The book of Jeremiah, God asked the prophet Jeremiah to go to the potter's house. And he saw the potter was making a beautiful vessel. 
But the vessel did not come up to the expectation of the potter. The vessel was marred, deformed. Instead of the potter throwing the clay, he took the clay, mixed it again, and he made it into a beautiful vessel. Shall we read that Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 4? And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make. You know, that's what God does exactly. When difficulties come on your way, when you feel that you are totally shattered, you are totally deformed, God is about to make you into another beautiful vessel, and that's going to be the next season in your life. The second sign that God is taking you into your next season, your comfort has become your constraint. Can you say that with me? Your comfort has become your constraint. What used to satisfy you, it doesn't satisfy you anymore. What you used to enjoy, it doesn't bring enjoyment to you, your life anymore. You used to enjoy the work, but that work doesn't give satisfaction to you anymore. You enjoy your church, but the church is no more, you know, bringing, no more giving anything useful to you. The second sign that you need to look for when God takes you to the next season, your comfort has become your constraint. Forty long years Moses was wandering in the wilderness. That was his comfort zone. That became his comfort zone. And I hear people telling me, I've been, brother, I've been working in this company for 22 years. I've been working in this company for 12 long years. I would say that's your comfort zone. In a typical, in an IT company, people don't stick onto the same job more than three years, more than five years. There may be exceptions, but in general, if you're still sticking on to where you are 10 years before, 12 years before, 15 years before, I'm here 100% with assurance, I'm telling you that you are in your comfort zone. 40 long years, Moses was living in his comfort zone. <laughs> when God wanted him to, wanted to take him out of his comfort zone, he was resisting. You know, that was Moses, today it's me and today it's you. We are resisting and we are telling God, Lord, I'm not going to make a change. I don't want to move from this place. I don't want to go away from this company. I don't want to, Lord, move away from this technology because that is so familiar to me. 40 years, Moses was doing, and he was still doing what was comfortable for him. But God called him, come on, Moses, it's enough. Your comfort has become your constraint. It's time to get out now from your comfort zone. Your comfort zone could easily become your barrier. Don't you see that? Your comfort zone is standing in front of you as a barrier. You can't jump that. It's so high. It's a tall, tall, tall fence before you. Because you stayed in that comfort zone for a long time. Your comfort is your, your constraint. In Acts chapter 7 verse 22, shall we read that scripture about Moses? And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. Such a powerful man when he was in the palace of Pharaoh. But now Moses is constrained in the wilderness. 
He lost all his skills. He lost all his abilities. You lose your ability to upgrade your skills. You lose your talents that God has given you. The more you stick on to one place, the more you stick on to one technology, the more you stick on to one company, you lose that ability. Exactly same thing with Moses. He just lost everything. When you pass out of college, that this is not your aim, this was not your ambition at all. But now, because of the situation, your comfort is standing in front of you as a barrier. God decided to take him out of the comfort zone. And he wanted to take him out. And he wanted him to be used, to be useful for the rest of the world. That's what is exactly happening in our lives. And today, if you are sitting in your comfort zone for a long time, this is a second sign that God is about to take you into your next season. Are you willing? Are you willing for a change? The third sign that God takes you to the next season. Number three, you see everything. You start seeing everything different now. You start seeing everything different now. By the way, I didn't get this, thing, this sermon from any other book or any other article. It's not just my thought. Just start running over during the week. During the end of the week. That's what is coming to you as a sermon. You see everything different now. People around you don't understand you anymore. Because you behave different. So far, people understood in your special way, in a specific way, but now they don't understand you. Because you look different, you behave different. Joshua, the leader of God's army, saw things different than his companions. <clears throat> the sign that God is taking you to the next season is you see everything different now. Joshua started seeing things different now. Joshua and Caleb. Moses called them, selected them. They're equally qualified, well experienced, and sent 10 of them as a spies to Canaan to explore the land. But Joshua seeing things different, the quality of leadership there in, in the life of Joshua. They don't, leaders don't sing, the, the, don't see the way people see the situation. And we see Joshua, a man of God, who started seeing everything different. You know, that is an indication that Moses is about to die. When Joshua started seeing things different in his life, that's a clear indication that he is going to be put in the leadership. He's going to get ready for the next season of his life. Joshua started seeing things different now. The rest of the people, the rest of the spies, they saw them as a giant. They saw the people in Canaan as a threat for them. But Joshua saw them as an opportunity for victory. You are not in agreement with people anymore. That simply tells that God has a way for you. You are not in agreement with what is happening around you. That simply tells you that God is preparing you for the next season. Are you with me this morning? You are on our way. You will say bye-bye to everybody and you will proceed. You will continue. You will move on because you know for sure God is taking you to the next season. Are you stuck this morning somewhere? The sermon is for you. God is speaking to you. When God prepares you for the next season, you will start seeing things different. The things that pleased you is not pleasing you anymore. 
The things that spoke to you is not speaking to you anymore. The things that appear to be an opportunity is not an opportunity for anymore. The fourth sign that God is taking you to a next season, you will hear the sound of rain. <coughs> you will see, you will hear the sound of rain. You will already start, you have already started sensing what God is about to do in your next season. <coughs> I have already started sensing what, is God, what God is about to do in the coming year. The smell is going to be different. The taste is going to be different. People may be different. Your situation may be different. There was absolutely no rain for three long years in that nation where Ahab was the king. When the season was about to change, when God was about to send rain, Elijah the prophet started hearing the sound of rain. That is an indication that God is about to change the season in your life. What are you hearing today from God? Is God repeatedly telling you it's a time to change? Is God telling you repeatedly that God is bringing you into, taking you into a new season? Elijah started hearing the sound of rain. That was a clear indication for Elijah that God is about to change the season. First King chapter 18 verse 41. Let's read that. First King chapter 18 verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. When God speaks to you, when God tells you what is your next season going is all about, when God speaks to you and share with you and give a glimpse of what is about to come in your life, when you start sensing it, when you start feeling it, God wants you to get ready because the rain is coming. The rain is coming. The rain is on your way. The blessings of God is on your way. But this morning, God wants you to know without your awareness, without you being not, you, you not knowing, God cannot take you to the next season. You need to know the rain is coming. The fifth sign, the final one that I'm going to share with you this morning, that God is going to take you to your next season. All doors close and one door opens. All doors close and one door opens. Alexander Graham Bell said this, when one door closes, another door opens. But we often look so long and so regretfully upon the closed doors that we don't see the ones which open for us. When one door is closed, God opens another door, but most of the time we will sit in front of the closed doors and thinking that that door may open for us. This morning I want to ask that question to you. How many of you are fasting and praying for the closed door to open whereas God has already opened the door for us? We don't see that because we are very narrow-minded. We are very narrow-focused. This morning I pray that God may open your eyes. God may help you to see the door that is kept open for you. B. 
careful not to stand and knock the door which is already shut. It's not going to open. It's not going to open. Move on and look for the door which is kept open by God. There is a door that is kept open by God. God wants you to find that out. God wants you to know where the door is. You know, God is very particular. God is very clear in this. We are not. We are not. We keep on knocking the door that is already closed by God in your life. If that's not a plan of God for you, move, go ahead, go, move forward or move away from there and go forward to the door which is opened by God. It looks like you want the door to open, not God. It looks like it's your will, not God's will. You are praying about something for many long years and if that's not happening in your life, find out what God's plan is. Find out what God's will is. God listens to your prayer and God answers prayer and the answer for prayer is closing the door. The door is closed. Not only that God opened another door and God wants you to find that. During Paul's second missionary journey, Paul wanted to go to Asia and Bithynia. He thought that's the open door. But you know what the Spirit of God said? No, you're not going there because the door is closed for you. Paul was not sitting there and fasting and praying for the door to open. He just moved on. Acts chapter 16, shall we read the scriptures? If you can read the scriptures and mark this down in your Bible. Acts chapter 16, verses 6 to 10. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. Who stopped? Who closed the door? Holy Spirit. All the doors are not closed by the devil. There are doors which are closed in your life by the Spirit of God, by God himself. Forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Did they go to do the will of God? Yes, they went to do the will of God. Did they go to Asia and, uh, and Bithynia to do the right thing? Yes, they went to do the right thing. They wanted to do what is of law, what is of righteousness. They wanted to do what is the will of God. But even then we see the Spirit of God closing the door. Verse 7, after they had come to Mysia, they tried to go to Bithynia. But the Spirit did not permit them. Closed door. But they did not stay there. So passing by Mysia, they came to Troas. And the vision appeared to Paul in that night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we thought we should go to Macedonia concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. What a beautiful story. What a beautiful illustration of God working in the life of a child of God. That's how God works even today. But at times we don't listen. We don't listen. We think it's a will of God, but it's not a will of God. It may be the right thing to do, but it may, it may be the thing that you like to do. It may be the thing that it is will of God according to you, but God did not, God did not want them to do. God doesn't want you to do today. And see, there is a need in Macedonia. God gave a vision to them. 
conforming them, that's where they are needed. You know, listen to me today, your skills and your talents and your ability, you know, whatever you acquired over a period of time, it may not be required in the right place, in the current place where you are. But do not sit there and keep knocking for a better opportunity. Do not look for the better thing to happen. God wants you to take a step because your skill is needed somewhere else. Your ability is needed somewhere else. You are needed. There are people who are waiting for you. And that's where your mission is needed. That's where your ministry may be needed. Your vision, your skills, and your doors are required for those. God is going to open the door. And when God opens such a door, you will realize the potential with which God is about to use you in those areas. Maybe in ministry, maybe even professionally, maybe in another different way in your life. God doesn't want you to be ignorant of the signs that he's showing you. Keep listening to what God is telling you this morning. And take your next step into your next season. God is about to do great things in our lives. Just want to close quickly. Let's get into a time of prayer this morning. Just want to summarize as we pray. God is transitioning you from your current season to your next season. There is no doubt about it. The end of one season is an indication that the next season is about to begin. The next season is about to come in your life. And God wants you to prepare for your next season. There is a rhythm that God wants you to hear. There is a rhythm that's being played over your life and God wants you to march according to that rhythm. Even though you miss a couple of beats, but God wants you to align yourself to the beat of the rhythm so that you will see the fullest of your life. You will be able to live a satisfied life on the face of this earth. The next season, do not forget this, the next season requires you to change. The next season requires you to change the people, you change of place, and change of many things in your life. The ultimate thing is you are in our comfort zone today, but God wants to take you to a next level, to the next season. Do not miss those five signs that we heard just now. Number one, you are disturbed and irritated. Your comfort zone becomes a constraint for you. You see, start seeing everything different now. You start hearing the sound of the rain and all the doors close except one door that is kept open for you. If that's what is God is speaking to you, there is no doubt that you are taken to the next season in your life in the coming days. Shall we just close wherever you are? Shall we just close our eyes wherever you are?